Hey Sudbury, Dave Kurt, broker of record with Lake City Realty, coming at you with another episode of Selling the Rock, Sudbury's real estate podcast. Well, it seems like every day that goes by, with looking at the numbers and listening to the news, we it almost seems like we're getting closer and closer to a second lockdown. I always try to be an internal optimist. Uh, it, it's just so tough when we see the cases, you know, approaching what appears to be staggering levels for the second time around. It couldn't be more timely that Pfizer seems to be fast-tracking their version of this antidote. Um, and although rollout still months, if not a year plus ahead, it it's almost alarming. Uh, I read something from Dr. Fauci, and I'm sure that's in the U.S., but... Uh, but he said, if we're doing all our part and listening to what scientists are saying and following the recommendations for social distancing and, and wearing masks, we could be starting to go mask-free in about a one-year time. And that's assuming the, the vaccine rollout goes as planned, which is just crazy. I remember eight months ago or whatever it was, sitting around and, and you know making the decision to, to send the staff home and, and everyone's worked from home and try to get, you know move on and say what's going to happen early on I just to get on a little sidetrack there but I remember my wife's a nurse and she's worked part-time and casual over the last few years and when we first when COVID first happened I wasn't sure what was going to happen with the marketplace in general and I said Ali like you need to start working more shifts like I don't know what's going to happen in the real estate marketplace and you know we need to have you as a as somebody to fall back on in case you know if if, if the market really does you know uh, take a, a complete slowdown or the market stops altogether kind of thing clearly that didn't happen uh, and we've weathered the storm through the first go-round man oh man I just hope that we're, we're doing our best and that we we really can avoid a second uh, a second shutdown as you know, not just for myself, from my business standpoint, but for so many friends and families that have small business owners out there, like we are the lifeblood of an economy, and we're the people that employ so many people across the across the, the city. And if we are in a position where we can't keep our doors open again, it's uh, it's not going to be fun time for anybody in the city. That's for sure. From a local level, it's hunting season and that's in full effect, which usually means things close to just about a crawl in our marketplace as people head from Manitou and Island to get their hunting fix. I know I've got lots of family members that were you know, getting their deer hunting in, but we just got the news yesterday that tragedy has struck a police force on the island with Constable Mark Hoving, I believe that's how he pronounces his last name, being shot and killed in a dispute with a trespasser on private property. When I heard the news, it just it's it's so frustrating, and I've got so many friends that are police officers or that are involved in the police, and it seems like knowing that you know there's maybe ten of my friends that are doing this as an occupation, it just seems like such a common job. But every single day they go to work, they tie their shoes up, and they're putting their life at risk, and it, it's it's just shockingly scary that this thing things can go bad and and can turn in such a in such a scary way in such a short period of time. I understand that he had kids. I heard a couple kids in university and a couple kids in high school and a family. And just my thoughts go out to the family and, and basically any police officer who has to go put themselves at harm on a day-to-day level. Man, it's, it, it is a crazy uh, job and it, it, is, it is definitely a scary place, uh, a, a scary position to see how quickly things can turn. Trying to get a little bit happier and on a positive note, 
we here at Lake City has begun our 12 days of local businesses, uh, you know, as we approach the Christmas holiday season. Jen from our team was a, a, a proponent in putting this together. She really wanted to do something to feature local businesses, and it's been so well received so far. I think we're about three episodes in uh, featuring local businesses across Sudbury, and we're just going to, like, we, we sit down with the owner or with the, the team over at whatever local business. We talk about what's uh, the popular options for the holiday season and really just try to get a, get a picture of... Uh, know what what businesses are out there who can we support how can we help support them uh, and we'll film a short video trying to get them some exposure from our perspective we're we're raffling off a gift card leading up to each one of these businesses so hopefully you're following and sharing and liking as you know we're, we're trying to get, do our best to get uh, get some activity going on for these small businesses as well through uh, a gift card giveaway from a real estate perspective sales dropped considerably this week it seems like the, the the new listings have leveled off, and, and what we're seeing is we're seeing more new listings than sales after like on a week to week basis, but sales hit thirty one this week, which is we last week we were shocked at how low they were in the forties, and this week was ten lower, but new listings stayed consistent at forty three week over week. My five overall takeaways of the week are the drop in sales in the last seven days is pretty shocking. Last week we saw the slowest week one in one week total that we had since June of twenty twenty with last week being 41 sales, and this week we're down to 31. It wasn't long ago in mid-August that we were in sales in the mid-60s every single week, and we're less than half that number now. And again, the slowdown is predictable with the seasonality that exists, especially in uh, Sudbury where we've got you know colder winters and snow coming. But overall, it's really interesting to see these numbers play out on a week-to-week level. Takeaway two for the week. It kind of feels like we found the new normal for number of listings, at least the new normal as we approach uh, the Christmas year. Um, this is two weeks in a row that we've seen 43 new listings, and it kind of feels like this could be a constant new number that's going to take us into the holiday season. If this is the case, we're going to continue to surpass sales on a weekly level by about 25%, and it won't take long for buyers to feel that there is actually a few selection available in the marketplace, which is going to be good if you're sitting on the sidelines still shopping for a, for a home. Takeaway three is another big shock for me this week was the strong amount of pending deals. What a pending deal, again, is is when somebody has an offer that's uh, conditional on a home inspection or whatever their conditions are. But we saw that this number was off the charts last week with 27, and that was the highest level we'd seen in all of 2020. And we've almost matched that again this week at 26. It was only a few weeks ago that we saw 18 pending deals in one week. And it's, again, having that snapshot of time, I thought that 18 was going to be kind of the new standard and the new normal as we head into winter. I've clearly been wrong in that point, and but it does anecdotally feel like the market's slowing down. But again, when we're looking at a snapshot in time on how busy the marketplace is at any given day, as of yesterday, there was 26 active deals in the marketplace at, at, at like currently pending, which is really, really strong numbers for this time of the year. Takeaway four for the week, multiple offers continue again this week. And there was a place in Middle Lake, it was fully renovated, and honestly, it showed exceptionally, exceptionally well. I think actually in a, in a busier marketplace, we might have seen 25 plus offers on it. But in this marketplace, we had 12 offers on it. It was priced at that affordable first-time home buyer price range, which, again, it's it's so difficult because buyers are looking at it thinking, oh, this is what I'm approved for. I'm, I'm excited to see this home. But it's not what it's going to list at. It's what it's going to sell for. And ultimately, that place that was listed sold just over $40,000 above asking price with no conditions. So looking back, you were like, oh, sellers did exceptionally well. They're 40K over listing price. But but I actually think that the sellers left money on the table. Like showing that house myself, I, I was so pleasantly surprised with how well it showed. And sure, 
it's an old house, so you can tell things like a little bit of a lower basement height or, you know, they, they, they changed the layout from three bedrooms to two bedrooms on the main floor. But man, oh man, that place showed well. And the place right across the street sold in multiple offers as well, just over the 300 level. So I actually think that they left money on the table. Like, no, And that kind of brings me to the point of it's not what your listing house is for, it's what they're selling for. And even if it's in a bidding war, if you're offering numbers that you feel comfortable in, but... Th- th- just because you paid $40,000 over list price, it doesn't mean you overpaid for something. And it actually might have got a good deal. And I think in that case, the buyers actually did get a good deal. So even in a slower marketplace, we're going to continue to see multiple offers on some properties, especially when they are underpriced. But uh, but all in all, an interesting example of the one to look at, uh, the one that went craziest over the last seven days anyways. And takeaway five for this week is just another note on, like, uh, on the price point of sales. Um, it's last week I think we saw only two deals that were sold over 500,000 and this week you know when I take those 30 31 sales that we were looked at so if I take those 31 sales and I lay them out um, by from lowest price to highest price uh, there was only three sales over the $500,000 price point now in the in this case here this week all three of these sales were significantly over 500 with two in the sixes and one in the eights um, but if I look at the median sale, which is like going back to our math problems, the mean, median, and mode, so the middle number sale. So if I look at sale number 15 out of 31, it comes back at 305. And 305 is well below the market average price, of which is in the mid-350s right now. But this further demonstrates that the upper end of the marketplace has slowed. And it's sure it's due to lack of available nice houses that are out there, but also lack of motivation for buyers to 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 jump into that step up home or pay that price tag unless they're truly falling in love with the home. I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing for the market, but where I do think is that we're gonna we're going to see some of our average house prices level off from that mid three fifties that we're in now to maybe more of like a mid three thirty price points with just the more volume of those lower end homes selling. And I don't think again that this is going to be a drop in the marketplace. It's just fewer upper end homes selling, and it's just that the, the, this is the active this is the the price point that has more activity than anything else going on right now. So ultimately, as we sit here, it's five weeks to Christmas, and I think that I've heard that there's the big snowstorm expected this weekend, which is kind of disappointing because I feel like the next snowfall is going to be a real snowfall, and it's the ones that, that hit and don't leave. We've had a beautiful spell of, be- of nice warm weather, and I think this is coming to an end from the forecast, looking at the forecast from here on out. I know my wife's already started the Christmas Hallmark movies at our place, and every evening there's a different uh, different romance uh, Hallmark movie on. And as of this weekend, I think that the Christmas baking is going to be starting as well. I know we are projecting for a different Christmas this year than ever before with, you know, trying to stick with just your, your personal family or your small bubble. Um, but as office parties are going to be different, and there's, there's just so much different in this 2020 world that we're in. But I hope that you and your family are enjoying it and trying your best to do your part to stop the spread of this frustrating virus. I hope you stay safe. And I, I just can't stop thinking about that police officer on the island. Uh, my thoughts go out to him and his family and, and, again, to all police officers who have to go to work and, and put their life at risk every single day. But, guys, until next week, we're looking forward to chatting, and uh, we'll take it from there. See you later, Sudbury.